I'd like to go back to the fourth chapter of the Gospel of John this morning. Last Sunday when, when uh, I was in, in this book and chapter, this, uh, I, I skipped over an entire section. Uh, there, there are no parentheses in here, but it's, it's somewhat of a parenthetical event or discourse, if you will. Um, and, it's, and it's Jesus speaking to his disciples. Uh, if you remember, or, or already already know, uh, even before last Sunday, I'm sure you did that this this woman at the well, Samaritan woman, so forth. Uh, it's it's. It's during that scene, but uh, the uh, so as as Jesus had been speaking to that woman there, and really uh, the words that he spoke told her she knew that he uh, who he was, <laughs> um, and she went back and and told the men in the city, "Come and see a man." Come and see a man. Uh, that statement is not what's on my mind, but that's certainly why we should come here. So many things came out in, to me in Brother Dave's prayer this morning, but how many missed opportunities I've had for not coming for that reason. Come and see a man. Mm. And yet, still here, he has mercy on us and blesses us. Uh, in glorifying him and remembering what he's done for us. But in this in this scene here and where they and they did not have to go through Samaria, but they did. Uh the um and and Jesus I like to look and see what what state that the Son of Man was in in different scenes and so forth. At some point there in the garden, he was sorrowful, even unto death, just so deep in sorrow and all. Here it says in, in the uh, sixth verse that Jesus, therefore, being wearied with his journey... I sometimes will overlook the sufferings of the man, Jesus, uh, and he was so he was wearied. Uh, it 
uh, and, and so during the first part of this chapter, uh, his disciples were down in the city, sicker, uh, getting food to eat. Now, as I go through this, and I'm, I'm going to go get to the 31st uh, verse in a minute and go through only about eight verses here. But uh, whenever it says uh, the word meat, M-E-A-T, just think of food. I have the hardest time. I don't know what the other things, maybe not so much that. I have the hardest time thinking. I, I don't know. I think of barbecue <laughs> when I think of meat. And maybe it's being a Texan, born and raised. Uh, but uh, it's food. They're, the disciples are down in the, in the city getting food to eat. They, they, can look, they looked upon Jesus. Now, I don't know how closely at all times the disciples, his disciples looked at him. And observed him as far as his his bodily movements and his his uh, uh, the state emotionally and and physically and so forth. But uh, uh, we see that they later on they uh, uh, encouraged him to eat. They could see he was wearied, and he and he was. Uh, and he so his reaction is what we'll go into to that. Uh, and they. Uh, uh, they, they had marveled that he talked to the woman. This is the 27th verse. They marveled that he talked with the, this woman. Now, it did say, uh, yet no man said in a couple of statements there. So it's funny that the Lord God would bring this out there. You know, why, uh, why talkest thou with her? Why, what seekest thou? Um, but... That's, that sets up this scene. And we can, we, we, I went into, I won't repeat, I don't intend to what I talked about last Sunday. Uh, so then the Samaritan woman uh, went down, back down to the town to Sicker and, uh, uh, and saith to the men. So that's when she said, Come, see a man. Who told me all things that ever I did. Is not this the Christ? So she acknowledged, she believed through her faith that this was the anointed one, Jesus, the Christ. His, and then she went and told someone about it. Uh, so that's the same. So at this point then, uh, 27 of the verses where it says, Upon this came his disciples. So the disciples are back. They've come back. They brought food to eat, natural food, brought food. The woman has gone back down uh, to, the, to the city, to the town. Uh, now, at this point, then, last verse before the 31st, the 30th verse says, Then they went out of the city and came unto him. So they're on their way up to this well out to this well, out of the city, because of what she said, they wouldn't have otherwise come up had she not gone down and told them uh, this, that she has seen the Christ. So, so they go. They went out of the city and came unto him. So that's, that's the scene that sets up the 31st verse. In the meanwhile, his disciples prayed him, Saying, Master, eat. So they're they're t- they're telling Jesus, saying, "You need to eat something." 
we hear that uh, when someone's uh, sick. Uh, I, I see uh, shows, read books, whatever it is, all the time where somebody is sickly or they are actually sick. That well, you need to eat something. Eat something. Eat this soup. Whatever it is, you need to eat. You know, because they care for them. Uh, and so, and 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 uh, nourishment does does help physically. Uh, but he said unto them, I have meat to eat that ye know not of. I have meat to eat that you know not of. Uh, once again, they're just thinking naturally. I, I don't know if they're looking around. Well, where where is that? Where where is the uh, where is the food uh, to eat that we know not of? And then it says here, therefore, said the disciples one to another, uh, hath any man brought him aught to, to eat? Have they brought him something? You know, we were down there getting food, come back. He says he's already eaten uh, or has food, and they don't understand. So, na- again, they're thinking naturally. I think of Nicodemus and all, talking about uh, regeneration, being born again and all, and, and Jesus speaking in natural terms. So that he that Nicodemus might understand it better, and he says, "You know, how how is it that I can go banner back into my mother's womb and be born again?" And so, he's not catching on. Disciples the same way. I don't. Uh, they they only see and and feel and believe what what they do, what what they what they see, feel, and believe. That's all they they can. This is what they. I, this is understandable. This is no no surprise here. It's like, so I, I'm not going to think, well, because we, at this point in our lives, we know more than they did then, the disciples. We know more uh, here. They have not, they don't look back on the event of the crucifixion on the cross. He's not yet done that. He's still walking. The, they don't know how he is setting up this kingdom in intricate detail uh, here. Uh, they they only know what they know. Uh, then Jesus saith unto them, My meat, my food, my nourishment, is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. That's his his food. He's uh, he's re- he's invigorated now. He's refreshed at this point. After now, now, remember what just happened. Keep that in mind. This woman at the well, and that 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 he spoke to, and and again, as I mentioned in in his uh, omniscience, his all knowing attribute, he knows all. He did not. Uh, he certainly did not uh, predestine uh, the route that she took up to that well. That she would be there. That she would go back. That she would speak to a certain number of men and so. He knew that would happen, uh, and and I hope one day uh, when I'm in heaven that I will understand all that in the full in fullness. But uh, so it, so she's gone back down, and there and remember this scene I left you in the thirtieth verse. These people, however many there are, it says there, and uh, it it gives us a little bit more uh, detail of that later on when it jumps back out of this scene. Uh, when uh, and, and it says, and many of the Samaritans in thirty ninth verse, many of the Samaritans that city uh, of that city believed on him. So many believed. Don't know how many. Doesn't matter. And I I think uh, 
I don't know how many people, how many, how many of the ones that Jesus himself uh, preached to uh, uh, heard the gospel with that ear to hear and then accepted that gospel and then acted on that in their lives. There were some that did not. I think of the Apostle Paul, Peter, uh, Philip, Stephen preaching and so forth. Uh, and, and all. So it can become, and, and Satan will grab hold of that with ministers today and think, well, you're, you're getting no results. You may as well just quit preaching. Why well, preach the gospel if it does, in fact, does not get someone to heaven, then if Jesus Christ has done that, just stop. Well, I tell you what, if Satan's trying to get us to do that, to stop, then it must have some profit and benefit and blessing. Because he otherwise he would not. Well, it gives us that reassurance and that and that peace and the rest in that in in that gospel. So uh, anyway, uh, so uh, uh, he says, my my meat is to do the will of him that sent me. Still doing the will of his father, and yet this is God. This is the I am, God Almighty here, Jesus Christ Himself, the Son of God. He is God. Uh, and uh, uh, so that's his his nourishment, his food, uh, and to finish uh, finish his work. That's what he's sent to do: is to save his people from their sins. Matthew one twenty one, save his people from their sin. Now in uh, in Job twenty third chapter. In the uh, the 12th verse of the 23rd chapter of the book of Job, uh, the second part of that verse 12 says, he says, I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. More than my necessary food. There is a, uh, a nourishment in the word of God. Now, now, God has to bless us in that. Uh, I have opened my Bible before and and spent uh, minute after minute after minute, hour after hour over over my my long life, and and it's like okay, let me read that verse again because I don't even remember what it said. Until God blesses that, you get something from it. I may understand, uh, I think in my mind, some scenario fully or the meaning behind something. And then, and read and think, okay, I believe I understand it. But then, the next day, I'll open up God's Word. I'll open up this Bible. And I will be blessed and then see more. And, or, uh, maybe both of these, but uh, to be blessed, to be uh, edified, to be uplifted, to be encouraged by God's Word over something I'd read 15 times the day or the week before. And so uh, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Uh, uh, so, and, and as even as Brother Dave uh, prayed to this morning, uh, I felt like God was blessing me uh, to hear the words He was speaking uh, uh, to our Lord uh, God Almighty uh, through the name of Jesus Christ, uh, and and thinking about things uh, in my life that those words that Brother Dave were were uttering to God directly addressed certainly all the blessings of God uh, uh, in my life. Uh, and I can see, I can look back. I know how undeserving I, I have been and still remain now. 
But in Christ Jesus, we are righteous. In Christ Jesus, we have been made a sinless part of us. So anyway, so so he says, my meat is to do the will of him that sent me and to finish his work. So at this point, and as we continue just a few more verses this morning, and I'll try not to look at that stopped clock. Uh, this morning, but uh, uh, anyway, he is now teaching his disciples. Look at what all this preacher of preachers uh, is doing in just this one chapter uh, in this book, this Gospel of John. This Samaritan woman, he's he's done that. He's taught. He's teaching his disciples. We hear of, of uh, a teaching moment with kids, with our children, and, and uh, okay, well, this could turn it could have turned out to be a disaster here, uh, physically or otherwise, but I'm going to use this as a teaching moment. Well, he's teaching them, and it's right between, and so, and we see all these moving parts here. Uh, the woman there at the well is, goes down there, tells the men, now... It tells the people in the city, now they're on their way up there. Right right now, as, as he speaks to his disciples, they are on their way. I don't know how far this, this is uh, there, and, and it's probably documented somewhere in history, but I haven't looked into it. But uh, that's usually the things I'm really curious about. But uh, uh, So these all these people, however many there, there were, but it says many, the Samaritans of, of that city, believed on him. For the saying of the woman, now it doesn't say that all those came up, came up to the well, came out to the well, uh, but uh, then uh, they came and heard Jesus speak to them, of course, in two days. They said, stay with us, abide with us, and he stayed two days uh, with them and spoke to them. Uh, now in Philippians, Philippians, the first chapter, and then we'll jump back to John uh, Philippians chapter 1, and, and I think as, as Jesus teaches his disciples of the importance of this spiritual food, this nourishment, uh, and, and he's saying that his work that he's to finish is his nourishment. And so when, when we are actually are force ourselves, uh, we overrule our human nature... And, and do things for uh, in, uh, to serve God, ultimately, but to serve those around us, uh, in the church, outside of the church, wherever that is, that is nourishment to us, if God is in that. Uh, we're blessed with that nourishment and, and for a, a reinvigoration. Uh, 21st verse of the first chapter of Philippians, Paul, Paul wasn't there there, there in Samaria, where they were, but he seems to know this. He seems to know this. Uh, he says, "For to me to live is Christ, and to die is gain." And and he talks about the. Uh, he says, "But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I what not." Uh, and he's big betwixt the two. He desires to go on to heaven. And yet, it's needful for him to stay here. Uh, and but let, let me jump real quick to the fourth chapter of this of Philippians, same same book, 
the uh, the 11th verse, and this is the Apostle Paul here again, more details on, on his mindset and what he knows and what he writes here. Uh, 11th verse of the 4th chapter of Philippians says, Not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned, I have learned, the disciples are learning right now, back while, I, mean, I could say meanwhile, back over there. They're learning. They're saying, okay, there's more to just this natural food that we went down and got. I don't know if they were upset. Well, we got this food, and he's not even eating it now. Who brought him food that he's got that we don't know of? And I don't know what's going through their mind. Other places you can, you can a lot of times see their mindset, especially Apostle Peter. But, uh, uh, so, but we see, see here uh, that he's learned this. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. That verse, uh, uh, Philippians 4.11, that's my entire life right there, to try to do that. Not that I have accomplished that. Don't, don't, don't misunderstand but to be content, to have this contentment. And, and every day I can look at the previous day and the day before that and year before that, and I have failed at that. I'm not content. I'm not content. Now, yeah, so, so Paul has learned this, and I won't belabor that. Uh, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. He understands the natural needs. He understands the suffering, certainly. You, you, we know what he suffered physically and all. And then we don't know a lot as far as physical hunger itself. You can only go so, so far. I do some of this uh, you know, and to, to, to try to uh, stay healthy and, and not gain weight, stuff like that. I do some of this inter- intermittent fasting and all. You, you fast and then you eat and then you fast some more and all. And, and uh, Because, you don't know, as you get older, it's harder to lose the weight. It's just not fair. But anyway, uh, so, uh, so, but I've never, uh, I don't know how the longest I've gone. Some of you have, have done this, I think. The fasting. Not eating and all. I don't know how how long the Apostle Paul went at any time. You know, the longest that he went without natural food, nourishment, and so forth. But he does see uh, the, he he uh, see, see he has learned this because he says he did how to be content in whatever circumstance. And that must be where when he went uh, to uh, where was it the seventeenth chapter of Acts that I was in I think Sunday before last where he went from one place to the next and these the 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 Jewish people followed him from one town to the next stirring up the whole city into an uproar and so forth but he he seems content I don't see that he was he was that Paul was in an uproar that he was anxious and or anything but he just kept preaching the gospel. He just kept preaching that uh, there. So he's teaching his disciples here back in the fourth, fourth chapter of the Gospel of John. Jesus is teaching them here. So, so he, he covers this food there. Now he says in the 35th verse, uh, say, say not ye, and this is a question, say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest. 
Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Now, white, you know, in a, in a harvest, in a, and you can kind of interchange harvest and to reap. You know, you have crops planted. So you have, have a harvest out there, and then you reap them or you harvest them as a verb, so forth. Some the, and and you, they have, at some point, they have to have uh, sown the seeds for those plants to come up. So this white, uh, that, that, that it says that they are white already to harvest. Uh, the, the plants themselves, uh, wheat, whatever it is, uh, it changes color. It's like, okay, it's ready to harvest. And there, uh, and he says, uh, uh, "Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh the harvest." Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes, and I look on the fields; they are white already uh, to harvest. Remember the scene from the thirtieth verse: all these people from the city are coming up there. The harvest there. Now, again, as I reminded us last Sunday, none of this is eternal here. None of this is eternal. That woman, had she not gone down and, or had she not accepted what, we can back, keep backing up on it, but had she not uh, accepted what Jesus Christ told her and he knew exactly what to say and, and all, and then uh, at whatever moment uh, prior to this, whether it was uh, a minute, a half an hour, uh, a month, or before she was born physically, she was already born again. She accepted that, that she, he, he, uh, Jesus Christ uh, sowed that there. She goes down into the town and tells them, and they come up, and here's this harvest right here. Uh, the key is... Uh, is to not mis, misjudge that. I don't want, let me go ahead and get a couple more verses. And then uh, it says in the 36th verse, And he that reapeth receiveth wages, he and gathereth fruit unto, unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. So uh, one more verse here, and then I'll stop. Uh, and herein is that saying true, one soweth and another reapeth. And there's more to all of this. There's more to that food, the nourishment, and, and so forth. Uh, but uh, uh, so, so this here, uh, it, it, we must judge that harvest, that, that field, uh, uh, that crop, whatever that is and all. Well, number one, we don't, I'll tell you what, we should, as ministers, we should just simply preach the gospel. Uh, uh, whoever is within earshot of that, then God has to uh, uh, reveal that to them and cause them to hear that. He has to bless them, in fact, to get anything out of it uh, uh, so that uh, I'm not sitting out here on the pew uh, uh, with my uh, eyes closed, uh, dry as I can be, and uh, not getting a thing out of it, and the person next to me is just shedding tears of, of joy, of receiving something. Uh, and, and then uh, uh, you think, okay, I'd see that and it'd get better. No, then I get angry that I'm not getting what they're getting out of it. Uh, we have these human reactions to this stuff. Uh, it's a constant work uh, uh, of diligence uh, to, uh, to continue to hear the gospel preached and then to take that uh, and to certainly uh, uh, to accept that and believe it, understand it uh, through the blessings of God, through the Holy Ghost. 
Ghost himself uh, uh, and uh, and to receive that uh, uh, with, uh, with the very power of God. And it's all hinged on this life eternal to this eternal life. If you don't have that sitting there, then you will not receive anything from it. You're just going to be sitting there the whole time. This preacher, is, he's just a fool. I hope you don't do that anyway. Anyway, that, uh, but uh, uh, so uh, that it would be foolishness there. And also in this, and there's other places. It's not my entire point here. Uh, but uh, yeah, someone, uh, whoever is reaping the harvest... Uh, may not be the one that sowed the harvest, that the plants, that, that, that harvest that is now present. That could be someone else. Uh, and I always bring it to today. You think about that. And you think about uh, the, the church itself. And um, we, uh, I, yes, I want, and it's not wrong to have the desire that more people uh, in number physically would come to the house of God, to uh, the church that Jesus Christ set up and be under the sound of the gospel, uh, which should also be in our song service. That gospel should be in those songs as well. If you see something that's not, please let me know. (laughs) We'll we'll do something about that. That should be gospelly, doctrinally accurate. Certainly it should. Uh, and and you mix that with the the music uh, uh, that tune then, and if it actually fits together, then we're blessed uh, to the, to 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 hear that that number fifteen this morning. Sister Jacqueline requested. We've sung that before. And, and, and all, and I keep forgetting that that number. But uh, uh, the words and the music of that 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 song there, and 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 uh, someone else requested. Well, I can't remember anyway. Uh, but uh, uh, it should be gospelly accurate, uh, and uh, so we're blessed in that. But uh, uh, and God sows these uh, these seeds. He sows that, and so something that I we cannot. Preachers, ministers, if you see this, then you know this. Preachers uh, uh, c- cannot uh, uh, put their uh, their uh, uh, thumbs in their uh, uh, their arms, their little lapels, and and be so proud and boastful over anything. Because I tell you what, chances are those seeds were sown at some other time. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you this: I'll I'll see that uh, we look in history of churches and so forth, and and, and even here in this church, I see. Uh, uh, that the former pastor here, uh, there were seeds sown there, and we're reaping that. Uh, uh, do uh, ministers and everyone, do we make mistakes? Do we say the wrong things? Do we handle things the wrong way? Yes, we do, uh, and that will continue. I'll just If you didn't know that, it will. Uh, but uh, uh, we still see God's uh, God's handiwork uh, in, in that. Uh, in, in that, and so uh, uh, we reap things that someone else has sown. Uh, that he's encouraging his disciples. Uh, number one, here's the nourishment you need. Here's the food, uh, the meat uh, that uh, that I have that you know not of. Uh, and uh, and here's this harvest. Uh, look up. Uh, lift your eyes and look and see this. Uh, and then these people wanted Jesus to stay. Uh, and I think of that road to Emmaus and all. And when Jesus was walking with them, 
And they were saddened by this, uh, but they asked him to come in, and he did, uh, and then uh, he was just gone. And then what did they do? They were up and out to tell someone about it uh, uh, there. Uh, uh, but uh, and so, so they were blessed uh, uh, in that. Uh, now in, uh, in Matthew, the ninth, uh, ninth chapter, I believe, of Matthew the... Matthew chapter 9, yes, the 37th verse. Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. That he'll send laborers into his harvest. We need laborers and all. I, 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 I typically uh, equate that to, to the ministers and all, but it doesn't have to be limited to that. But he's telling his disciples, pray, that, the, that we'd be blessed with laborers there. And, and, and then, as I, as I would go to these meetings and all, and, uh, the, the, the moderator or the preacher, the pastor there and all, before I get in the stand, I, and... We embrace and all, and he and I, I always tell them. I always say, Do, "Don't please don't stop praying." To think, okay, I prayed for this preacher. He's up there. I'm done. No, you keep praying. I also tell them uh, that that uh, when they come over and say they lean down, uh, well, you're going to go first or second, and elder so and so, other and all that. And I always tell them because I think, especially younger ministers, they may not know if you. If that minister, that pastor, uh, has an unction to call on someone else, and I, well, I've already asked these two to preach. Well, no, you need to follow that. That if that is of God, and if it's a burden, you need. To, and I tell them that. I tell if you change, if your mind is changed for you in this, you just come tell me. You just get up and you just have someone else. You know, pray anybody. And I tell you what, any minister. I'll throw this in for nothing. Any minister that gets angry uh, because, well, I wasn't used or I was going to be, and he changes money. Well, then that, that there is the proof that they made the right choice. You sit there and listen to the preaching and all. I don't know how I got on that, but uh, these, la- these, uh, these laborers uh, uh, that, uh, yeah, I was going to say this. I tell them to keep praying when I'm in the pulpit trying to preach. Uh, I ask the same of you, uh, but uh, uh, that uh, these laborers, uh, once they, they are, maybe one area is, has, has, plenteous, has plenteous laborers, but pray for them. They can fall away. They can, and we see that. You may, someone may come, have come to your mind right now that is no longer in the church, no longer preaching, whatever the case may be. And, but we need laborers and faithful. And then pray that the Lord will bless them to continue to labor in that field. Those fields that are white unto harvest, they're there. And God has sent that labor. That, that laborer is, is God called. Uh, and so it's very important. And yet I understand the distractions. I understand uh, the, uh, uh, the things that would, uh, would cause us to um, stray from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
And, and so uh, I understand that. Uh, but you keep going. And I tell you what, he gives us and you the nourishment that we need when we need it. Right. Seek after that. Uh, seek after that, that nourishment. Now, in uh, I'm going to go to Matthew, the fifth chapter, real quick. And then I will close. And just draw a line under this. Chapter 5 of Matthew, the fifth chapter, the uh, sixth verse. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. If we hunger and thirst after righteousness, if we have that hungering and that thirsting, then you're born again. You have that life within you. You are a new creature. You have that. Now, at that point, then, God has to bless that food, that meat, uh, in, in a, in a, for a laborer uh, to preach and to, uh, uh, and, and to speak the words or the actions that are necessary for you to be nourished by that. Uh, it's all, it, it is the, uh, it's righteousness, which those which uh, hunger and thirst after righteousness, blessed are they. For they shall be filled. May God bless and keep you. We'll close the service.